Hello, I'm Joshua Haynes. And I'm Sarah Haynes. And you're listening to My Least Favorite Things, a podcast about getting mad and getting over it. Hell yeah. <laughs> you like the new intro? Yeah, it's very good. All right, I'm going to make you go first because I'm interested in what you have. Why? What's your candle? Okay, well, today I was building a cat box out of cardboard, specifically Ikea cardboard, because for some reason it's super strong. It is like really high quality cardboard. It is like... But it might just be because we bought, like, a glass cabinet, so it might mm. have had to be higher quality cardboard to protect the glass. Anyway, um, no, I was using a box cutter, and, like, I'm trying to make these straight lines, and sometimes it'll just, like, go off in a wobble, and it's just like, why? Now I have to do a whole bunch of cleanup, and, like, fix the <laughs> line, and it's not going to be straight, or when you want to bend a piece of cardboard and then it just like goes at a slant instead of the exact line you were Hmm. wanting so it seems like what you're mad at is physics yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay you're just angry at reality yeah i'm angry at cardboard i guess that's why it's in the candle category because yeah you can't stay mad about it just in the moment you're just like really oh my god why why did this have to happen now? <laughs> but yeah, how did how did that thing turn out? Um, uh, it's it's turning out good. I've got four walls and a floor or a roof. I haven't decided yeah, yet. Flip it over. It's a cube without one side. That's yeah. all you can imagine. And one side has like some slats cut into it so the cat can peek out. And, and then a big there's old a circle. Cat hole on the cat side. Hole. So you can go in and out of it. And then I'm going to wrap it in canvas and paint it. Ooh. And it's also going to be like a side table. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we can put our drinks on. Why buy a side table when we can just put a box? When you can make one out of Ikea cardboard. Just put a box next to your (laughs) sofa to put your drinks on. Hey, if it works. All right. Anyway. You done with yours? Yeah. I mean, using a box cutter is annoying to begin with. Box cutting? Yeah. Oh, my God. Box cutters suck. I don't know why they're, like, the least quality. You should use our new knives that we bought. Yeah, but, like, I know I'm going to hurt myself on that. We were talking about garage sales yesterday and how they're shit. Some of them are shit and how I hate them. But, um, you know, we go into one today, and the dude just had, like, a bunch of high-quality knives. Like, and they're ridiculously cheap, too. And by knives, I mean we're talking about pocket knives. Like, yeah. Not, um, not, like, uh, kitchen knives or anything. But uh, this one is, I don't even know their brand, really. I think it's called... Fura Gear, that's what it says, it, Damascus Steel, which uh, is really just pattern welded uh, steel. It looks really nice, and Sarah got one that is black and has anodized titanium trim, so it's all so, rainbow. yeah. And uh, the fun fact about that story is that uh, we went to go buy it, <laughs> and we, we didn't have any cash, because, you know, 2019, and we're, like, under 25, so of course we don't who, carry cash. Who goes to the bank? <laughs> we don't carry cash. The only cash we ever take out is for our laundry machine, and I know. that's it. I hate it still. Uh, it's horrible. So we wanted this this knife, it was 15 bucks, and then the one Sarah wanted was 7 yeah. Uh, that's what's written on the sticker. Oh, that's, that's what I thought was written on the sticker. Okay, I don't want to, like, it, sound it dishonest. It like that. But, um, so we go, we're like, all right. I Can think you hold on to these? You hold on to these, we're going to take out 25 bucks from the bank. And I said 25 bucks. So we yeah. went, we grabbed the money, and we came back. It was real close. And, um, he's like, yeah, I held them for you. I'm like, sick, awesome, dude. And he's like, this one's $5, and this one's 7 I'm just going to give it to you both for 10 And I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, shit. 
So we paid him 10 bucks instead of the 22 that we were planning. Yeah. I got to the car and I'm like, looking at the sticker, I'm like, this definitely says 15. I don't know. For if they... sure said 15. I'm like, now I feel kind of bad. Uh, but I mean, like he was really friendly and he was just like, if I can't give you a sale on my own garage sale, what can I do? So. Yeah, but I think that's referring to the fact that he gave us a $3 discount because it was seven plus five. Yeah. Two, sorry, $2. But then it actually ended up being like a fifty percent discount. Fifty <laughs> percent. So I got my knife for three dollars, even though it was supposed to be yeah, fifteen. <laughs> fifteen. Um, so that's cool. So uh, I take everything back from last episode. Garage sales rock because people can't read their own handwriting. Yeah, that too. Like... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my candle. Yeah. For this week, I had a li- I had a few to pick from. Um, I'm gonna go with. Running into your neighbors. <laughs> and this is not a candle for everybody. Uh, it's not an annoyance for everybody. Actually, no, is it? Is it, it might be. I mean, unless you're a sociopath. There might be just like an absorbent amount of people who do hate running into their neighbors, but keep it neighborly and friendly so that I know everyone fakes I it. I try to be neighborly, but like, oh, it's so, I, you know, that doesn't happen very often. When we open up the apartment door and there's like somebody, one of our neighbors in the apartment, I'm like, and in, in like the hallway, I'm like, oh god, and I start hyperventilating. I'm just <laughs> like, okay, get the, lock the door, lock the door. We need to leave. We need to leave before. You know what? I don't even think it's that I dislike interacting with people. It's just yeah. that a select set of people in our apartment like talking a lot, a lot. Like our property manager, he's yeah. very nice, and I like him. He's great. He just really enjoys talking. Corey's pretty cool too, but he likes talking too. Yeah. These are all of our neighbors, and um, they. Really, really love talking. So, like, crazy amounts of talking. And, you know, it's kind of our own fault, but we have, like, an incredibly busy lifestyle. Uh, we work five days a week, ten uh, hour days. Ten like... hour days. And then we have three days off in a row. I know it's weird as hell. It's five, three, five, three. So, we never have the same days as the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. So, we spend, like, 50 hours, five days in a row, getting everything messed up, like, ruining the house, falling behind on laundry, running out of food. And then we hit the weekend, and we wake up our Saturday morning, which is, you know... Whenever. Which is some day of the week. And we're like, okay, <laughs> we got to get to the Walmart. Everything. We got to go get some money from the bank. We got to go buy dish soap. And then um, we try to book it all day. And then, like, if we run into somebody and they suck up, like, 40 minutes of our time, I'm like, this is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> But that being said, I, I, I've gotten better at talking to um, neighborhood. It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. Did you ever watch Mr. Robbers? No, Mr. I didn't. Mr. Robbers. <laughs> That's somebody else. Mr. Rogers, who would never no, rob anybody. No. I can't believe you never watched Mr. Rogers. Yeah, but we didn't really have, like, cable TV. Okay. Well, I just completely so. derailed. My ADD <laughs> took over, and I just started talking about Mr. Rogers. Um... <laughs> well who was did we have any have we ever had any particular have we ever had any particularly annoying neighbors um i can't really think of anybody that makes me feel worse yeah <laughs> i wish we had like a really bad neighbor so i had an excuse be like well i mean maybe i should be a little more friendly but there's but one time this one guy this one guy but no we've always had really nice neighbors i mean like if you count our like basement renter as like no, our neighbor he was a tenant yeah <laughs> and he sucked and he sucked he sucked a lot oh there you go no that we're never gonna talk about personal things <laughs> no <laughs> not like that 
Um, I think it's your turn for your campfire. My campfire? Yeah. Your big one. Your middle one. I mean, like, I was trying to set up our Gmail today. Oh, no. And, like... Yeah, we set up a bunch of brand stuff the other day. Well, today. Yeah. So, I was setting up our Gmail, and I was having it, like, filter stuff. Or filter emails from certain people so that we don't get, like, clogged. Oh, yeah. And that uh, if you would like to send any submissions for your (laughs) small or large annoyances that you want us to talk about on the show, it is... I am a little angry at gmail.com. Wonderful plug. It was available. <laughs> <laughs> I am very surprised it was. Um, but yeah, so I was setting up the filtering and everything, and I got it to, what is it, label the emails as yeah. like accounts, right? But it wouldn't automatically put it into that folder. So, so like Gmail allowed you to label from specific accounts. Like this is... Uh, it's coming from Google, so it's an account. So I want it over in this folder. Yeah, so that's I was what you're able to, do. to categorize it as that, but it still stayed in the inbox. Oh, which means that makes you sense. had to manually pull it over into your accounts. And that's just like Okay, so so what's the gripe? What's the annoyance? Oh, I had to go into uh, no, I mean if you were to sum up your annoyance, what would it be? Well, to actually get it to move oh, over. God. Wait. You're supposed to sum it up in like a like a like a term, like the usability of that doesn't yeah. really matter. The usability of the freaking software from large companies. Okay, the usability of software from large but, companies. But th- th- that wasn't even like the largest part of my like anger. It was the fact that in order to get it to move the email into that folder, you had to also click the box that said skip my in or what Our- was it? Skip the inbox, was it? Skip the inbox, I believe. She's, yeah. she's screwing over their computer to see. Yeah. So <laughs> you have to say, skip my inbox, and then also tag it as this, and then it will move it into camera. So let me get this straight. In order to accomplish what is essentially just filtering stuff from a certain per- a certain person yes. to, a, to a folder on your inbox, you had to first create a category under your inbox. A label. A label, which is essentially yes. a category underneath your inbox. Yeah. Then you had to set it up so that each email coming from that person would be labeled under that category. Correct. But then, even after doing that, it wouldn't automatically put it there. You had to set that up separately. Well, it was under the same, like, label but, oh, so it label. basically had like a duplicate. It was under the same thing as like filtering your emails, but it was an extra step. Right. And it's just like, and like, it's not even so much that like, you had to do it, it. I had to do it. It's that that was not going to be my first it's instinct. Not, yeah. Like skip the inbox is not what I would think it it's should have been obvious. Named. Yeah. Like my other emails w- were all said like move to category blank. And then it like that's pretty fucking obvious. Yeah. So, uh. So I guess like the big thing you're talking about is like companies that have like multi million dollar companies struggling with use like UX design on like the most basic level. Yeah. Like. And uh, like we're we're native speakers, but that was not my first instinct. Was skip the inbox means yeah, move it, to blank. Yeah. And if it's in Google, like they should have tons of different languages anyway. Yeah. But um I can get what you, I can get behind that. Um I was doing I was also setting up some brand stuff. Uh our podcasts are available on um 
Apple Podcasts, ideally, hopefully, uh, by the time you're listening to this. You might yeah. be listening on Apple Podcasts, so thank you. Follow it. Pay me Rate one. it. Rate it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, this, to submit something to Apple Podcasts, you have to essentially, what most guides were to say, you have to essentially, you all they say is you have to log in and submit your RSS feed for your podcast, right? Yeah. And uh, essentially, an RSS feed is like a, it's an old, old, old thing that um, it's been around for a long time, and you would uh, it, it's like a, I don't really have to explain it. It just automatically sends information to other any, anything that queries the the, the URL. Basically, mm-hmm. that's what your RSS feed is. So you'd log into Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, and then you would submit your link, and then you'd be like, all right, this is mine, and then you'd approve it, and whatever. That's what all the guides said. In reality, however... <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> in reality, however, I had to create an iTunes account. Okay, that's yeah. fine. That's obvious. So I created an iTunes account, signed in, set it up, validated my email, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And then I'm like, all right, I'm ready. I head on over to Apple Podcasts, and it just goes no. It just says no. Jeez. It says you need an iTunes store account. Oh. And I'm like, iTunes store account is separate from an iTunes account, I Correct. suppose. Correct. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's really annoying, but I'll just do it. So I click on you know, the little help link that says, like, yeah, set it up here. Click on it. just takes me to Apple support. <laughs> that says uh it just it just reiterates what it said like yeah you need to you need to set up your apple uh itunes store account and i'm like okay well how do i do that try to google the apple itunes store to try to visit it on like the web browser mm-hmm. i don't know if you know this you can't <laughs> really you just can't if you're on a windows computer or a linux probably there you just cannot visit the itunes store you can't visit it on a browser at all that is ridiculous and the guides kept saying pick up your iphone pick up your ipad log into your imac and i'm like why like i just want i want to use your service i want to buy things from you why do i need to have an apple device too and i mean obviously the answer is money but money 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 <laughs> and the fact that there are a few services on there that are free they don't want non-apple customers using oh <sighs> can you imagine those darn can you imagine master race oh PCs. Apple. PCs, yeah. You gotta block the PCs <laughs> from accessing our Apple devices. Uh, oh, man. Apple services. But no, uh, the solution was you needed to install the iTunes Store oh. from the Microsoft Store onto your Windows 10 computer. And if I remember anything from like having an iPod with having to get the iTunes Store, it was absolute crap on oh my a Windows. God. Like, it is. It just did not work for me or my sister, and it was just bad. And it took forever to log in. Yeah. Um. It just I didn't know if it was gonna work. It took forever to download because it was like obscenely large. It was like twenty five megabytes for a fucking essentially a glorified web browser. Yeah. Um. And then I installed it, and then I, then you sign in, right? You sign in, and it says, "Oh, this account never been used with an iTunes store." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know. It's been a fucking ordeal." <laughs> and I know I took this over from you, but oh, that's when fine. you said that you wanted to talk about usability of software, you were like, "I'll I'll hop on that." That's why I'm so thing. mad. You're like, I'm like, say what it's about. You're just dancing <laughs> around it. You got to. You were ready to just jump into the specifics. Yeah, I was. <laughs> 
But eventually, they, they, they redirected me to a page within the iTunes app that I got. Sorry, the iTunes store app that I got from the Microsoft store uh, on my Windows 10 computer. And then I was able to sign up for an iTunes account and then verify it. And then finally, I could go back to podcastregister.apple.com. Yeah. And then it was like, yeah, you're good. Oh, my God. So that's on standby <laughs> right now. For uh, We're going to publish the second episode before we put it on there. Yeah. And I, I, I resonate so much with UX design. Because, like, you know, like, it's just a, it's a meme, right? Old people and technology. No, it's not just old people. I know, like, but it's it's a joke, right? It is but a it joke. Just like, yeah, old people want to use technology. Well, we wonder why they don't know how. Like, like <laughs> they come on. How? Only reason I was able to figure that out is because I've grown up around like account registrations and shit since I was like ten. Like, yeah, that stuff is just like in like, our DNA, and it's still annoying as hell. Imagine oh, somebody yeah. who grew up with like nothing, no experience, manual with it. transmission, and like syphilis <laughs> <laughs> not tuberculosis syphilis. tuberculosis i mean that's, that's right. still around yeah what's not around anymore um polio polio well, yeah polio, polio. <laughs> <laughs> you're up around polio and uh, stiff sti- uh, manual transmissions and um their their calculators were like manual like that's <laughs> and then you're just like all right go sign through, up for an account guys. sign up for an itunes store account on your windows computer idiot well, what do you mean, Gramps? You can't figure it out? Oh, it's simple. It's so Come straightforward. On. Just following instructions. <laughs> anyway, no, that's yeah. bullshit. We, 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 ooh, I can't think of many more examples, but I know on a daily basis, I'm like, is this really the way it is? Yes. Like, all the time. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like the Apple one, like the, Google, like the Google page is just like ignorance. It's just laziness. Like, yeah. not making it more straightforward how to do it. Uh, I think the Apple thing is, like, actually malicious. Oh, for sure. I'm 100% sure their intent is to encourage, provide every little Reason for you to have to buy a device. Oh, for sure. They want to provide every single little tiny reason, no matter how small. Like, you should just buy an Apple device to make it easier. Why don't you just buy an Apple device? Why don't you just buy my $1,000 monitor stand? It's not like it's expensive or anything. Is that relevant anymore? I don't know. Probably. (sighs) No, that was a while ago. (laughs) <laughs> that was not even that long ago. That was like maybe that was less than six months ago. That's a while ago. That's yeah, but not, not really. We're only twenty two. That's like a forty fourth of your life. Yeah, but not really. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a little rant about um usability <laughs> and uh I, I you know, I'd love to suggest like a how to get better at that. And you know, general troubleshooting skills are not enough. No. <laughs> you know, that's that's the funny part, You need right? to have, a, like, uh, product testers to, like... Yeah. Of like, various ages and, like... You know they do that, too. Oh, for sure. It just stuff still slips through the track. Wow, there's a lot of S's in that sentence. <laughs> slips through the... Tra- stuff still slips through the tracks, but, yeah. Um, it still slips through. And really, there's no excuse for these, like, multi-million dollar companies to make things so difficult. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's... I don't know. Well, I think uh, it's my turn to move on to the major segment of this uh, episode. Do another campfire. Oh, yeah. I haven't done mine. Yeah. Oh. You were just do it working on mine. Uh, we were working on yours that whole time. Yeah. Right, mine is a big one. Have you read it already? Okay. Wait. Can I slip one in there? Okay. What is it? Fast food signs. Fast so, food signs? Yeah. So today 
We went to Wendy's. And now we're only like five foot nine. We're not like <laughs> stupidly tall. This is a candle. We're like, this but is yeah, a let's, candle. Let's talk okay. about it. Let's talk about it. So we're not like stupidly tall. I'd say we're like just a little over average height. But from our view of standing like about two feet back from the till yeah okay okay so here's here's the visual right like you have the the, the <laughs> people checking you out and selling you the fast food the, yeah. the attendants and then there's a little hole on the wall it's it, it's hard to sometimes it's just a counter sometimes it's like an actual hole cut through the wall the portal to the fast food dimension where <laughs> the kitchen and people are yeah it's cut out and on the other side are the people and up at the top are the signs right yeah and, uh, but in this spe- specific Wendy's, there's a piece of the wall that, <laughs> like, right on the outside of where the counter is, it, like, perfectly cuts off over half of the menu yeah. from our height. <laughs> yeah. So, like, we'd have to, like, basically sit on the ground to be able to read the menu. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, the top <laughs> of this portal was just cutting off. Like, top of the wall was just cutting off the whole menu. Like, you had like, to, like... You had to walk right up to the counter and like or like it, squat, <laughs> crane your neck upward to see it. Or yeah, or we squatted in the back to see it. Yeah, do a little slab squat in the back. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was that one. That was your aside. Yeah, that was my <laughs> side note. Your side note. That was real life UX design. Real life UX. Okay, that's kind of a uh, that's kind, kind of, of relevant. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> my campfire. Okay. Well, that you already saw, didn't you? No, it's I on didn't. the screen. Oh, I mean, like I've kind of looked over, but uh, this is this is something that's not anybody else's fault. It's uh, losing things. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh, it's not like you lose stuff ever. <laughs> I don't lose stuff <laughs> at all. Definitely not, dude. There's nothing more frustrating than losing something. Oh, for sure. Like in your house because it's messy, or even if it's like really important. Uh. The feeling is the same, like when you lose like your favorite pin to when like you lose your damn wallet. Like, oh yeah. There's severing. There's different levels of like panic, but really, it's the same feeling of I'm stupid. Like, and then just like, how can I let this happen? So recently, I lost my debit card, <laughs> uh, which isn't the first time. No. And it's probably the most humiliating because you have to go back to the bank and be like. Well, sometimes the same attendant. Sometimes the same attendant and be like. I lost my debit card. Again. And they're always just like, was it stolen? And you're like, no. <laughs> no. I just lost it. I don't know where it's at. And then they give you a new one. And then it's just such a pain in the ass. Because then you have to update all of like, your automatic payments. Like, I'm pretty sure my Minecraft Realm subscription is going to expire. Cause... Oh, probably. And I still have to pay Kudo. Yeah. Oh, that's going to... I have to pay our phone bill. And I have to change over all these cards. And it's just a pain in the butt. But, but you don't have to. You do, though. You do, but you don't have to this time. Oh, yeah. Oh, I lost it twice, actually, in yeah. one month. First time I lost it, actually thought it was just gone. Got a new one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a week later. I was in the living room, I think, like, picking up a blanket, and there falls a debit card. My debit card just falls out. So that's the old one, so that one's just thrown away. And then I recently lost it again. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, just not even, like, three weeks later. And, um... Of course, I'm like, oh, why do I do this? How do I do this? It's it just goes. You should just put it back in my wallet. I almost always do, it's except just for like, the times you lose. Times I don't. And we found that one. Thankfully, it was in a pair of pants as we were doing yeah. laundry. But um, just for like weeks and months forward, when you go yeah. to make an online per purchase, 
for the unforeseeable future. Every time you go to make an online purchase, you're like, all right, time to buy my thing. And then you go in there and it's just like saved debit cards. You're like, oh, I don't want. It's the old one. one. You have to go find where you stuck your wallet. And usually you're like really high. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't want to get up. Usually you are. I don't want to get up. I barely want to move. I just want to buy something. I just want to buy stuff on Amazon for making cheese. Yeah. Um, but that's not the only thing I love. Uh, I I dropped like the key to your locker underneath the yep. car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we first when we first started at uh, our new workplace, they gave us uh, our own lockers with, and they supplied locks. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, they supplied locks and they gave us two keys for each lock. And they said keep one of the keys in your car. Yeah, they're like keep a key in your car, and I'm but like, then like oh we're married and like we just we'll just swap one of our keys with each other. Yeah, and I got thinking like my keys to my car are gonna be in my locker, but the key to my locker if I lose my first one is in my car. Yeah. So I can't access either. Yeah. So, so we were like, okay, fine. We'll just we'll just uh, swap keys. Both and, of uh, us will hold both keys. So Sarah took mine. I took one of Sarah's, and. uh Pretty much, I was in the car after our first day of work, and I was going to clip it onto my uh, my uh, my lanyard, and I just drop it, and it falls right in between. Right. In, in between the console and the chair. And yeah. It slides all the way to the bottom, and I'm like, uh, uh <laughs> I'm just going to leave. It's still back there. And you know, I was like, I'll probably lose it. I, at least I know where it's at. <laughs> so yeah, I, so, in my car. So I just left it there. So... The key to Sarah's thing is just underneath her, in my car, in her car, underneath my the passenger seat. However, the point still stands. My cars <laughs> or my keys to my car are in my locker. On the so, other hand, though, I can never get locked down in my locker. That is true. Unless we somehow both leave it in the car. But then there's probably something else happening. Yeah, true. Um, other than that, I uh, the big one is I lost my entire wallet last year. Oh, that was horrible. Was that last year? That was last year. I thought I think that was more recent. No, that was last year. Think, okay, it was like January. Oh, it was like the end of last year. It That's was the right. End, yeah. I lost my whole wallet. Still have not found it. Entire thing. I'm so confused. We've moved and I haven't found it. Yeah. Nobody's ever mailed the stuff back and nobody's ever tried to take any money out. Like um, it's just empty. We lost it when there was snow all over the place. So after searching like crazy, I assumed like I must have just dropped it in a snowbank somewhere. Yeah. But I mean, snow's been gone for months now, and nobody's. Well, it's gonna be start coming back. I know so. it's coming <laughs> back soon, and nobody's found it. Anyway, the the big thing with that though is that um, there's a freaking there's a freaking PR card in there, and a per- PR card is a permanent residence card. It's a. You're you're like halfway through your immigration process. When you, yeah, it's over a, half. It's a piece of ID that allows me to work and live in Canada uh, indefinitely. Well, like yeah. seven years basically. But but you should be done with your immigration before that. I should be able to be a citizen before it expires. It's so important. It's like my primary form of ID. It yeah. shows that I'm allowed to be in the country. It's the only piece <laughs> of photo ID I have. Other, other than, my, than your passport. Other than my passport, which is a U.S. passport. And doesn't necessarily show that you should be in the country. Yes, it just shows that I'm... Actually, in fact, it, it's, it would insinuate, it does, it would insinuate but... the opposite. Yeah. Uh, like, that. I, I, I like. oh, let me see some ID, and the only thing I can hand him is a U.S. passport. And you're like, how long have you been here? I'm like, two years. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not going to be deporting you then. And so I lost it, and that was just absolute... 
mess. Ugh. It was horrible. It's we had to get a debit card, and then we had to go through a process of a loss losing, or stolen. Yeah, losing your whole wallet sucks, because you lose everything. Um, yeah. And there's stuff in there that I had a lot of signal value for, like, there's old, uh, there's old, like, business cards that, like, friends had given me. Yeah. There was, like, I went to MindCon in 2013, and I, they, a bunch of people were giving out business cards and stuff, and I'm like, this shit's gonna be, like, it's not gonna be worth anything, but it'll be real neat to take it out of my wallet years from now and be like, "Damn, remember that Minecraft server that was advertising itself at <laughs> Minecon? That's hilarious." And um, all that's gone. Um, it just all that you lose your wallet, you lose all this cool stuff. And I think I even had. And then you also lose the wallet. On and you top lose. Of that. And you lose the wallet. It's the first wallet I was ever given. And um, so yeah, to get her PR card replaced. Which we had to do. It cost a hundred dollars. Yeah, hundred dollars. Now can... we were not like bringing in the money that we are now. Like, in fact, I think I was still. I had a job. Yeah, we both had jobs. But we were both desperately like we need different jobs. Yeah. And the moment I lost it, I'm like, I can't leave. <laughs> like until I have a new PR card, I cannot get a different job because yeah. they require pictures, in, a photocopy of your your PR card, and your yeah. proof of resident proof of residency. Because, like, you're looking at, like, that's how you can show that you are meant to be here and meant to be working. So, it only makes sense. Yeah, and the frustrating thing was I lost the wallet. And then for, um, you don't, like, when do you call it? When do you, when are you, like, let's sink $100 into this and... I mean, like... <sighs> fill out the paperwork. Yeah, and there's paperwork on top of that. Yeah. I don't know, because... Like, I've easily lost my wallet for, like, six months in the house before. And just, this is, of course, when I was, like, 13, so I didn't necessarily need one. But, like, I've lost it in the house for, like, six months before. And, like, I'd be able to find it and I'd be like, oh, yeah, there's still money in here. But, like, now that we're actually adults, we can't just not have ID on us. Yeah. Like, it's... How am I going to go into all my cannabis stores? Or all your liquor stores. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, you just, so it's a whole, like, debate. Like, one, you have to waste $100, and then on the other side, like, takes... do you wait? Do you risk being, like, deported? Yeah, deported. I wouldn't be deported, like, but it would be a hassle. It would be a huge hassle. <laughs> and um, eventually we bit the bullet, and we're like, yeah, 100 bucks, and You just uh, gotta, you yeah. just gotta do it. And there's, like, three packets of paperwork you have to fill out and they want you to like uh they want you to fill out like a form that uh is like lost or still stolen like it's funny because like, <laughs> they intentionally make you feel bad for like oh, for sure for losing it like if it's stolen it's actually pretty easy to fill out the paperwork like yeah. if it was stolen cancel it immediately but if it's lost they're like hmm lost huh and Are you have to you fill sure? out to fill out like a section that's like please place in detail the extent to which you went to find your pr card and so like you have to write down like oh first i checked underneath the couch and then i went i to went through my entire house I went through my entire wardrobe and flipped the pockets inside out and then <laughs> yeah. and then about a month later i was just like you know what it's probably gone and that was the bad part because it waited so long yeah. I was like, shit, I have to account for three months of searching for this thing. So I had to fill out, like, an extra piece of paperwork to add more details to the back. Yeah. And then there's just... the ever-present threat that it's the government of Canada, so if you fill it out wrong, they'll then just... send it back. They'll just wait a month and send it back. And, ugh. and then you have to do it again. 
And I hate also. I this is not entirely related to losing things, but can we just take a moment to talk about submitting paperwork to the government of Canada? In it is horrible. It's trash. Uh, like, if you're not doing something major, they don't even tell you that they got it. Yeah. Like, so we sent off this paperwork and we read it, and it's like, yeah, it could be three to four months to receive your PR card. Or we'll send it back in, like, a month and a half if you fuck something up. Yeah. And so, like, for a month and a half, you're just constantly like, is it going to show up again? Am I fucked? Or, like, what? <laughs> or what? And then eventually you just, like, forget about it. And, like, four months later you get your PR card. It's sick. Yeah. <laughs> good news is, though, good thing that came out of losing that is that I got to retake my picture with my beard all trimmed instead of looking like a fucking... Terrorist. Terrorist. <laughs> or a woodsman. Yeah, well, the woodsman is that. A homeless person just living in, like, the plains of Alberta for <laughs> 30 years. Right. <laughs> oh. But, um, yeah, I highly recommend not losing your wallet. You can lose any of the individual things in your wallet. Just don't lose your wallet. Please don't lose the whole thing. It I think, really, I think really the sucks. worst part about losing your wallet is, like, I have a hard time remembering exactly what's in my wallet. Oh, I still haven't like, recovered. My, my wallet, I, I'm going to look inside my wallet now. My it's got now, nothing in it. My wallet now has nothing in it. It's got my debit card. It's got my PR card, which I probably am thinking about not even bringing. It's got a business card for my mom, even though it's a Floridian company and I'm never going to buy anything from her because she'd have to ship it to Canada. But I love her, so I keep it in my wallet anyway so I can look at so it. So nice. The 31 Consultant. Is it an MLM? We'll never know. And kind other than of. that, it's just a couple like rewards, reward shit. Um, but that's it. Like... That's it. We talked about this one a while, but uh, I think I think this one I can actually get over. I don't think we're gonna usually do like a oh I can get over it with campfires, but really uh, Just I am. Don't lose your stuff, and you'll no, never have to get over it. It's true. I'm doing way better, aren't I? Oh uh, yeah. Um, the reason I lose things, or I used to lose things, is because I I constantly get like distracted thinking about things. Like I space out. And I'll just think about something totally irrelevant for like and you'll just drop it somewhere, or I'll just uh, I'll just drop it or I'll place it down somewhere dumb or I just won't even think. I probably left the other one in a bathroom, probably. Um, and you just I'm just totally spaced out and um, thinking about other stuff. And I do the stuff all the time: my phone, my wallet. But now I I tend to catch it before I've gone too far. I'm like, hold up, where's my wallet? That's a stupid spot for it. Because (laughs) how I've done it is I just have to remember keep checking in on like vital things like not count on the fact that i'll just remember the linear events that happened because i most of the time when i do a lot of stuff throughout the day i just i'm totally lost in thought and i can't even recall what i did yeah. most of the day <laughs> like where have you been just retrace your steps like pff, i don't know like mm-hmm. i was thinking about cheese making for 40 minutes and i, I ended up at my house i don't know <laughs> like <laughs> So I just have to do little mental checks, like wallet, pocket, phone, pocket, and I'll be like, keys, oh, it's on the table, and I'll grab yeah. them, and I'll do that all the time. And really, I try to keep in mind, like, uh, the big things, uh, the big the big ones. The big ones are, like, when you're leaving somewhere, or... Do you have everything? When you're moving to a different area, yeah, or whenever you're, not, like, moving, but, you know, like, leaving a room, going to a different one. I used to always lose my keys as a kid. <laughs> But you want to know where I'd lose my keys? Where? In the doorknob. You'd just leave them in the door? I'd leave them in the door, and then I'd go in the house, and I'd forget to take them out. And multiple times, my parents would come home and be like, why are your keys in the door? And I'd be like, I don't know. 
That is ridiculous. Yeah, That's but I got over that. Like, I've done that a couple times, haven't I? Left Once or key. twice. I think I left the keys in the door. Yeah. I don't normally unlock the door. You normally unlock the door. Yeah. It's because you are the driver. Yeah. You have the keys. Well, I mean, you've got my car keys, too. I but... do, but I can't drive. Legally. Which is another thing. We can t- we can go on a tangent. Yeah. Um, I would like to drive. When I moved <laughs> up to... Uh, I moved up to Canada from Florida. How many years ago now? Three? Uh, yeah, three. Yeah, about three years ago. Right after we got married. Yeah, and um, I had I and when I lived in Florida, I'd been I held off on getting my driver's license because my family was not very financially stable, and uh, they just did not want to put me on insurance. Which the way our insurance worked is that if uh, a dependent of yours got their driver's license or learner's permit, they would uh, oh no, not learner's permit, driver's license, they would yeah. um put you on the insurance for they put that dependent on the insurance because they're like well you have, they have the driver's license they could take the car if they wanted to so my parents are like okay we well, can get the learners and you'll practice for a year uh and then um you'll grab the driver's license so i was old enough to get a driver's license and i had my learners for plenty of time in fact in the states or at least in florida if you're 18 you can just test out and get your driver's license right away like, which is bizarre to me yeah it's not like that in canada you have to wait a year between your learners and yeah. your drivers. Regardless of your age. Well, un- unless you're 14, then you have to wait two years. Because okay. you can only legally drive when you're 16. Yeah. So even though you get your learners, you can then practice for two years. But you still have to wait till you're 16. Yeah, so I got my learner's permit. My dad would let me drive to work uh, with them. And, like, you know, give me tips and stuff. And I was like, this is cool. And then I married you. Oh, me. <laughs> And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll move to Canada because you're still in school and I'm done. Um, college, that is. Not school. That'd be weird. Yeah. And then so we moved up. I moved up and I had my learner's permit. So we started doing research like, okay, how, what do I need to do to get a driver's license? And <laughs> Confusion. The government of Canada. We finally figured it out and explaining it is a little convoluted. In order for me to get a driver's license, it's pretty straightforward. I just have to do the normal process, which is get a learner's. Hold it for a year. Take the driver's. And then take the driver's test. Or. Or. You could transfer your license. Yeah, you could transfer your license. But the problem with that is. You have to have a driver's license. You have to have a driver's license. And for five years And for five years. So I already had my learner's permit for like a year and a half from Florida. And they're like, we don't care. (laughs) You need a new learner's. Yeah. And, And I was like, well, maybe I can just go back to the States and test into my driver's. And they're like, no. Because if you get your driver's, you need to have it for five years. Yeah. And transfer. And I'm like, that's so ridiculous. So I might have, well, if, I mean, I got So these. it's it's one year versus five years. Yeah. So I might have, well, might as, as well have uh, just not even gotten my learners. Yeah. I got some practice in, but. That was Florida practice, apparently, not snow practice. Apparently off the books, according to the uh, yeah. government of Alberta. <laughs> So that's, that's why I don't have a driver's license yet, because it just seems like a process. And I'm so sick of dealing with government. I never but, want to do it again. But it's only $20 to take the test, so which cheap. is so nice. It's so cheap. I remember my driver's test was like $80, and I had to take it twice. Not because I'm a bad driver, but because I accidentally did a... um, What is it? You, you ran you, a... No, you make a mistake, and then you're done. Fraction. Yeah. Yeah. You, sure. You almost hit somebody. I did not hit somebody. You almost hit somebody. No. 
I cut somebody off. There's a difference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you, let's talk about my, my bonfire. Yeah. What's your bonfire? All right. So before getting to it, uh, last episode, I did talk about um, on the last segment of the show, but that was more of an introduction and Sarah didn't have something prepared. So she's like, you just talk about yours and then I'll do yeah. my next time. Uh, my bonfire, I don't know if you've seen it, is kind of insurance and healthcare. Oh man, this is we're gonna talk about this for a while, aren't we? Oh, make yeah. it comfortable. <clears throat> so, um, we live in Canada, yeah. So, we get uh, it's public healthcare, public healthcare. We get provincial coverage for basic stuff. I think that's pretty common knowledge that uh, Canada is more liberal. Canada has a so- well, so yeah, yeah, Canada has a socialist uh, healthcare that system, <laughs> and um. If you have, like, emergencies, Sarah can explain a little better, but basically if you, like, get hurt or if you have, like, an emergency procedure that needs to be done, I think even organ transplants are covered by the government. I'm not 100% sure on, like, what is covered and what isn't. I know that hospital rooms are not covered fully. Yeah. But, like, depending on what your health insurance is, too, like, um... For the first three years of our marriage, we had nothing. Yeah. So when we got prescriptions from the doctor, we'd have to pay outright. But it would be nowhere near the price that the U.S. had because it was publicly funded. So the prices would be cheaper. So yeah, you you, you have to pay for some things, but even when you do, they're cheaper. Yeah. Like, I think our orthotics are only $500 compared to, like, the states where they're, like, seven to $1,000. And that's the ones you get, like, 3D scans of your foot and stuff. Yeah. And so. not, not, like, the ones you get from, like, Dr. Scholl's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not the pharmacy yeah. ones. Um, but it, it's, it's if you ever want to, like, if a Canadian ever comes up to you and is like, mm, we got socialized health care. Get fucked, American. Um, just be like, I hope you don't get a cavity, idiot. Well, I mean, like, it depends on what we have. Because, uh... What you have personally. Because, uh, while we can't tell you everything that the provincial health care covers, I can tell you that it does not cover dental care. Or eye care. Or eye care. Yeah. Or, uh, chiropractor stuff, if you believe in that, um... You know, like you have and, to be in an accident to get that covered by somebody else. Yeah, and <laughs> it doesn't cover all the things that you'd consider basic. Um, yeah, it covers check. It for sure is. It, it covers checkups and stuff to make sure you're not like getting sick. But and like basic education, it doesn't cover the things that most people suffer from, um, like dentists and eye care. eye care. So I actually have a cavity, and it, you've had it for. I've had it for a while. I have it in one of my wisdom teeth. I have all four of my wisdom teeth still. They're in, and there's just enough room for them to come in, but it's it's a little tight, and I'd like to have them removed. But um, nobody cover. Uh, it's not covered by the government. So yeah. uh, your options are pay out of pocket or get a full time job with with uh that benefits. Yeah, which and is hard to do. Like it's extremely we, hard to do. It spent a, or it took us three years to even find a job that was offering full time. And it's and the then, first one you've ever had. Yeah, it's the full, first job I've had that actually will give me benefits. Benefits and yeah, like, and if you're, I mean, I don't want to generalize, but I'd say if you're under the age of twenty five, you really can resonate with that. Yeah, um, it's incredibly hard, even as a professional to find like a professional with degrees and certifications mm-hmm. to find jobs that will pay you full-time hours and, and then on top of that give you benefits in the states at least it's um 
they're illegally obligated to give you a certain level of benefits if they give you full-time hours, which yeah. sounds good in practice, but really just incentivizes them not to give you full-time hours. Really incentivizes the part-time work. <laughs> yeah. So I actually have an associate's degree in information technology. Yeah. And um, Sarah has a, a bit of education in um, costume design, and you're going for 3D modeling now. Correct. Um, that'll be done... Next October. October, but then you want to do one more semester. Which yeah, is but like you could technically get a job after. I October. could technically get a job after October. But I, I've the point is I've had my associate's degree for nearly three years now, and I've never once been offered a job or landed a landed. You've been one, interviewed I've for one in, job. Yeah, I've landed one interview, um, and even they weren't offering full time hours. Um, they they were gonna give me like thirty nine hours a week or something. And yeah, but I heard that um, from one of my previous managers that full-time is technically 32 hours. So I'm not, not 100% sure if that still is the case or I what. I don't know. Whatever but, it was, I remember it was like just short of full-time. And I was yeah. like, so bullshit. Um, and they weren't paying that much more than we make now, which yeah. is nice. Uh, we really lucked out on our current jobs. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and we're, we're literally five days out from having our benefits it's insane like and reading over the package like it almost brings you to tears if you've had to um you know live out your life knowing that you can't cover like these really basic things yeah uh, knowing that if you break your glasses you're gonna have like a two three hundred dollar and I, I feel like people in the states can really resonate more with that mm-hmm. than we can but i'm just trying to say that like i'm from the states and i still understand that and it's just because it's better in canada doesn't mean it's perfect Oh, for um, sure. Like, instead of having to pay exorbitant amount of money, we instead have to wait in line. I remember one time I went to urgent care because something was wrong with my foot. And I ended up walking out with my grandma after eight hours of waiting because even though urgent care had closed, I still hadn't been seen for yeah. an entire day of school. Like, it was ridiculous. Like... It, unless you were there was in... there was somebody who came into that urgent care and he sat next to us with one of the veins in his arm like cut severely he had to hold his hand closed or else he would just shoot blood out and he wasn't seen for like two three hours yeah like so the the problem the the trade-off is it's free but or mostly free it's mostly free but your care your quality of care is deteriorate 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 deteriorates what's wrong with me um and that's not true for all places in canada if no. you're in a smaller town you'll have an easier time getting seen right away yeah and the thing about that place that urgent care that i went to was it was a town or it was a city of like mm-hmm. half a million people yeah and there was no hospital the closest thing there was to a hospital was an urgent care if you wanted to go to a hospital, it was 40 minutes out either way Yeah. on the highway. Like, you were you were going on a trip if you had to go to the hospital. So, that was probably part or most of the reason why the wait was so long. But when I did leave, I had to sign a waiver being like, if my body breaks, it's all my fault and not yours. Wow. Yeah. Like, you walked out and they're like, sign this before you leave. Yeah. Because we couldn't, or I was said to have been treated, but then I never got treated so 
They yeah. had to cover their ass by being like, eh. Well, it's not She our was fault. the one who walked out. Not I mean, it might us. have been eight hours, but it's her fault for leaving. Exactly. And yeah, so that's the kind of trade off. And uh, I don't, I'm not educated enough on the subject to talk too extensively, but I don't know. It, it just doesn't feel right to me that those type of things are denied to some people. Yeah. Um, I'm a firm, I don't know. I don't think it's very like secret i'm like a firm socialist in a lot of ways i enjoy capitalism in some ways but i do think a lot of our public health system could be improved. everyone should be able to receive the same yes health care no matter yeah and there's there's some things that socialism just seems ethically correct for yeah. like uh giving the same level of health care to everybody who can possibly get it is 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 realist like it, it's not it's, it's optimistic. It's optimistic, and it's it just it's just right. Yeah. Um, I, I think that should be priority one for a lot of countries to try to help the people living in it live. Um, because I think research has shown that it, it improves all aspects of your economy, your population, everything. Because yeah. the longer somebody lives, the more they're going to spend. The yeah, and then in general, like healthier people are less happier, ne- are less needy, are less yeah. You know, like, if your people are getting, like, their mental health taken care of and their physical health taken care of, chances are they can get on their feet easier and they won't need, you know, handouts. They won't need... And that they can push society further than it could have been. What's the term? It's called selfish philanthropism or something. It's selfish, uh... What's, what's I have a no idea. Philanthropist? Maybe? There's a, there's, a, there's a facet of philosophy that argues that being generous is another way of being selfish. And a good way. Yeah. That you can... You can help people in a self-interested way that will oh, for sure. promote your own life and help um, you, the society you live in in general. Yeah. I think crime and everything would go down if people were just healthier and happier and less needy. And I know that's like an idyllic situation. Optimistic. Yeah. And it's like that's like the best case scenario. But even if something doesn't work out 100%, just having it better is like worth it is worth it and um that's where i stand a lot on like a lot of the subjects is that like yeah it maybe won't fix everything but it'll make it better yeah i uh, this is my idea that's what i think about plastic straws right like for sure a lot of company i never even really thought about it but a lot of companies started phasing out plastic straws in canada to switch over to paper people are like oh i hate paper straws they're not even the problem big companies using yeah. oil the problem and, and doing public dumping and i'm like i know it's not like the giant fix. it's not the giant problem but it, it's part of it like yeah it, it still adds to the garbage island it like, just adds plastic to the ecosystem that doesn't yeah. to be there and really it and i think i think the thing for me is it's just for the ultimate human reason Ooh, my, my it, like sipping my my soda beverage from my plastic straw yeah i don't <laughs> like it when my saw gets so my straw gets soggy then maybe drink it faster. Like me and Sarah, if we're eating at a restaurant or even a fast food place, we usually just don't even grab lids. Yeah. Mostly because I realize it's more fun to drink from the glass that way anyway. Yeah. We'll only grab lids if we're going into the car. Yeah. And a lot of the And that's t- just to keep it from like spilling. And and a lot of the time I'm like, we, we, we get done with our meal. I'm like, I don't even really want to bring this with me. Yeah. I've had enough sugar beverage for today. I've had enough fries and for we top And we toss away the paper uh, cup and that's it. Yeah. So we cut down on that right there like Like just doing anything at all helps oh yeah and there's been a lot of there's so much talk online about people being like they're essentially their argument boils down to it's not fixing everything so we shouldn't do it at all 
And yeah. that's what their mindset seems to be, at least. I got into argument on Reddit for a few people, because I do that sometimes. A lot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's fun to read afterwards. It's a problem, okay? I'm sorry. I'll talk, that'll be another subject. Reddit commenters. Just oh, I thought you were saying, like, internet plastic straws. Plastic straws. No, I... The thing is, I don't think anybody has a vendetta against plastic straws. No. At least they shouldn't. Like, ultimately... I don't know how you could be mad. Yeah, like, I, I, the only thing I could see being mad at them is that their use is so... Self- One singular. It's so singular and so selfish and so human that it makes me... They, the concept of them does kind of make me mad. <laughs> I'm like... I'm like well, oh, plastic straws, why must you We're going to produce several billion of these a year so that we can enjoy our drink for checks, checks watch 12 minutes and yep. then toss them. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's about the only thing. They can they just kind of have an insulting concept. <laughs> yeah, I can get behind that. <laughs> and there's lots of things like that. Like um, this, this somehow became a discussion about plastic waste. But I, I feel like most of our bonfires will be something else. Be tangents. Yeah. That's fine, though. Um, but, yeah, basically, it's just... There's so many things like that that are, are just... Um, they're just so single-use. I don't like yeah. single-use things. They make me upset. Like, even the cups are single-use. That's yeah. why I like going to A&W, because you when you sit old... down in the restaurant, yeah. you get a glass. They like, give you a big old glass mug. And it's frozen, so when they pour the drink in, it, like, starts frosting up. Frosting up, and it's just... Yeah, it's like little bits of ice, little bits of frozen root beer in your drink. Yeah. You guys need to go to A&W. Yeah. A&W is great. A&W, I'm looking for sponsors. Second episode, looking for sponsors. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, I think that's my bonfire. Uh, Insurance and healthcare. I wish we didn't need either. Yeah. I wish. Uh, ideally, ideally, I wish we were all just healthy and happy forever. Yeah. I wish everybody had to live forever. Nobody would die. Nobody would die. Maybe no eventually Ac- accidents. You know, you get vaporized or something. You're dead. But <laughs> I wish aging and sickness and illness didn't have to happen. And I wish people would have more empathy because oh, you have something to say. Yeah, but I had to yawn. I wish companies didn't make money or that much money from the fact that people yeah. can't pay healthcare yeah but there is like or a really, there is like a unfortunately solid argument for uh privatized healthcare. yeah is that it drives innovation um and while it does like i'm all for private and public healthcare. yeah like I if love- that was in one country or if that was in a country at the same time i think that would be great because well, that's what, if you could afford that's what canada has do we? Because yeah. I don't. You guys have pri- you have a hybrid system. Um, you can... I don't think we have like private hospitals. Yeah, they're not private hospitals, but there are private doctors' offices and clinics and specialists yeah. you can go to. And um, I was gonna mention that I do think ca- what Canada's doing with their healthcare system is pretty close to as best we can get it. In yeah. Our current like societal outlook. Uh, if if anybody needs urgent care, they can get it. Takes a while. Uh, takes not a. a- takes a real while it's not ideal but they can get it and yeah if there's anything major that needs to be done they can get it done and really um after like 12 months of waiting but glasses yeah. you know it sucks it lowers your quality of life but it's not life-threatening yeah. um and it but it does kind of contribute to other things like being incapable of finding a job but but the only big thing is like teeth like yeah. you know your entire health health starts with your teeth 
And, like, this was something that you brought up to me a while ago, was, like, how in, or, um... What are you trying to say? How dentists don't coordinate with your doctor. Oh, yeah. I was listening to an episode of Sawbones about that. Yeah. It was, um, it was pretty, it was a pretty elaborate explanation, but to sum it up, the organization that governs dentists and their, like, you know, databases. Licensing and... Their licensing and the databases is separate than the one that government, that, that governs, uh, medical doctors and in their the states and stuff. In, in the states at least i don't know how it is in canada i'm pretty sure it's the exact same though so essentially speaking if you're just speaking to your dentist your dentist has no idea your medical history about the rest of your body or what medications you're taking unless they're you know prescribed by him yeah if you're speaking to your doctor he has no idea about your teeth and your you know oral history um it's up to you to disclose that information to make sure they're unified and that is a problem with just in general the whole healthcare system yeah so that could be like a huge thing to improve our healthcare system have it so those documents are shared yeah and because it does make a difference yeah and there are movements to try to do that over like several times but it's always a lot of resistance not not happening because it means uh doctor uh specifically since the medical doctor organization is larger it would usually mean the medic uh dentistry has to go into the doctors yeah they basically absorb uh, they basically get absorbed and they lose their and autonomy yeah it sucks um unfortunately this is one of those ones that is a little depressing because there's not really anything you can do about it because it's on such a large scale, and there's so many people involved that it's yeah. one or two people talking about it can't I can, change it that much. You can try to improve your outlook and not get as mad about it by yeah. you just remaining calm and reminding yourself that we're all mortal and that we're going to die one day. And being worried all the time isn't worth it, but that's about as far as you can go. Other than that, you can take steps to correct the problem. Um, your vote matters. Yeah, it does. Genuinely. It does genuinely matter. Going out and voting for things that you care about and for people. And voicing your opinion. Voicing your opinion. Um, that is huge. And um, I don't have a vote in Canada yet until next year. But yeah. I can I can encourage Sarah Just to Just in time <laughs> for the elections to pass. Hell yeah, <laughs> elections. It'll be over. And, um, and the only other big thing is try to do better if you're an employer. Um yeah. Just because you're having a good time and having good luck with your health and your family members' Doesn't health. mean your employees are. Doesn't mean your employees are. Um, on the regular, I, I, I don't have any statistics, but I'd assume in general most people, they don't have, they have at least one family member that needs some sort of constant care. Yeah. I can think of one or two that family members that at least need insulin, one that needs dialysis. and Yeah. In a country... In a country where those things aren't even close to covered, it's archaic. Sad. It's archaic to think that uh, bad luck can just mean you're dead. Uh, yeah. Especially when the ability to... Or prom- one missed paycheck. Or- yeah. And especially when you, when you know that whatever they're suffering from is preventable and can be stopped. Mm-hmm. I think that's the real tragedy. When people die or suffer from things that don't they don't have to. Yeah. And I think that's what really sparks the anger here in me, that um, a lot of people end up dying from things that were cured or have treatments developed decades ago. Like your your own grandfather is blind. Yeah. 
because of uh, what was it? He called? got Graves' disease. He got Graves' disease, and like um, five—I think it was five years ago. Yeah. But the doctors misdiagnosed it, and now he's yeah. He's legally blind. He's yeah. not fully and, blind. And for but a reference, uh, Graves' disease, if caught early, is completely reversible. Curable. It's curable. It's a curable ailment that yeah. can you can reverse and prevent all damage. But now my grandfather has to stay at a home or like a nursing home because assisted living assisted living because my grandma has alzheimer's so she can't take care of him yeah and and he can see lights and shapes and that's it and he's still fully cognitive but yeah. every time we see him he's just like i'm not gonna make it to my next and birthday we're in canada so the tragedy here is that he waited so long and that the doctors well, he, and the doctors misdiagnosed the doctors him. misdiagnosed is but the tragedy you can easily imagine the dozens of situations if not hundreds in the states where similar things happened but the people resisted going to the doctor because like i don't have money to go see a doctor yeah. right now i don't have a full-time job i don't have i don't have benefits right now i don't have insurance and so they skip out on getting diagnosed and getting treated and and then they five up, six they, years later it's they end up blind or deaf incurable or, you know dead yeah. And if you want to be selfish about it, well, if they're blind or deaf or impaired, well, now they're getting health care from the system. If you really don't, if you refuse to care about the human being in this element and just think about, like, it's money now that has to be supporting them. If you yeah. want to be analytical about it. Um, it's somebody else's money that is now supporting Yeah, they them. are now part of the system that... The some, welfare. The welfare or... system so many people claim to hate. <laughs> anyway... Please support socialism. I just, <laughs> no, that is not the aim of the, the podcast. The, no, it's the a, please, aim of the podcast is to be. Please support happier. public health care and um, please support your own health. Yeah, you know, it, allow yourself to be angry and allow yourself to be angry. There's some things that are worth being angry at, which I think this episode touched on pretty well. Yeah, we talked about losing things. We talked about. UX design. UX design. Big companies somehow fucking it up after decades. Years. years and years and years. And uh, we talked about insurance and healthcare because everybody deserves to be healthy and happy. And, like, I'm sure there's plenty of people who might be listening now that wish they could, like, you know, see mental health help yeah. themselves. And maybe one day we'll have a future like Star Trek where there's no crime on Earth, there's no money, and everybody gets infinite health care and money gets fat and food gets fabricated out of thin air and electricity yeah. <laughs> but for now we're, we're not there we're not there we live <laughs> we live a controlled by money. we live in a society <laughs> darn <laughs> anyway yeah i think that'll do it for this episode yep i'm josh Hames. and i'm sarah and thank you for listening to my least favorite things <laughs> i'll see you next week Please go oh. to our Discord, uh, oh, our yeah. Facebook, oh, send us an email at I'm a little angry at gmail.com. Yeah, we got a Facebook, we got a Gmail. It'll all be in the description of the podcast. Whatever we got a Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah. All right. It's all in the description. All in the so description. go there. It's all in the description. Check it out.